Sarah Hepler. Good morning, Nancy Rommelman. I don't know what day it is. Well, I'll give you a hint. There okay. are 365 days in the year, and today is the last day of 2023. Hence, it is New Year's Eve. It is New Year's Eve. It is New Year's Eve morning. Is it? Su- it's Sunday, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Though I got to tell you, uh, as I told you before we got on air, I I have been working so damn hard that the days are like, what day? I only know by the appointments I have because I it's just a blur. It's okay, a blur. so I have been working not at all, and <laughs> so the days are just a blur. I have we're we're living in opposite land right now. I have been watching. I have been like. Ugh like sinking into a marshmallow cloud of movies and yeah no it's been amazing i watched like four movies yesterday nancy's looking at me like i'm no i'm so jealous i don't have like i tried to read one i got through one article yesterday that because otherwise i'm just writing i'm just writing or going off to whatever appointment but um i did read the incredible article in the new york times about Israel and what happened to women and mm-hmm. the sexual assault and death. And it, yeah. it, it was, I mean, I was horrified to see it, but also glad to see it because we've had some quibbles with how the times have been covering Israel. Anyway, we'll put a link. Yeah. It was important. And um, anyway, I'm, I'm very jealous actually. So tell me, what did you see that we should all know about? I watched the holdovers, which is that movie with Paul Giamatti Oh yeah, um, it's by Alexander Payne. You know who did Election, uh, and yeah, he's a he's a wonderful filmmaker. Uh, this I is know a him. really you do in real life. Yeah, I know him from years and years and years ago. Yeah, he was a friend of mine's boyfriend thirty something years ago, and we hung out when I first moved to LA. Yeah, he's a really oh cool wow, guy. that's cool. Nice guy. Um, he's great, and this is a great movie. This is like set in nineteen seventy in a boarding school. And it's got a really, really deep 70s vibe. Ooh. Um, it reminded Ooh. me a little bit of The Breakfast Club, which has an 80s vibe, obviously. But in the sense that it is a story about it's, it's a story about these kids that are uh, at the boarding school over Christmas and they have this curmudgeonly professor right. that is with them. And so it's kind of like this closed set of people that are stuck together for a certain amount of time and they hate each other and then they're going to come to some right. sort of like, there's going right. to be a resolution. It was great. It was really fun. Um, Paul Giamatti is not, this is not my best movie of the year. We're going to do worst and yep. best, yep. but I want to say that Paul Giamatti is my best performance of the year because I think that very few actors, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman was like this RIP um, can convey so much with so little in their eyes and they look like regular people. They mm-hmm. look like that guy in that movie felt like a real guy. It wasn't like, oh, here's a beautiful actress summoning, you know, what it might be like to have schizophrenia or something like that. Like there's there's this this like Daniel Day-Lewis does this, you know, like uh, he, he can imitate things so well. It's like Paul Giamatti felt like it felt like an he was inhabiting this dorky professor that is like totally shut in from the world and can only speak in like, you know, Greek mythology illusions. Um, he's so good. He's so, 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 so good. 
I think one of the reasons is that he's just not afraid to be super crabby. And I don't mean crabby, like I'm acting crabby. Just like look like someone. And and I think um, Philip Seymour Hoffman did that too. Just like really unpleasant. Like they're willing to be really unpleasant and you That's feel right. the unpleasantness. Well, yeah. for so many people that are actors, women especially, but men too, you know, there's this there's this pressure to be hot or beautiful or attractive. I mean, you're on the screen. And so to kind of rip your vanity back, um, but to not make a show of it, I just, I think both of them are just, uh, I don't know, but I just thought that that performance was amazing. I also watched Priscilla, which I loved, uh, Sofia Coppola's movie about Priscilla Presley. Oh, oh, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, it was wonderful. There's something about Sofia Coppola that she has this like fundamentally feminine aesthetic that I love Mm -hmm. so much. Uh, I first saw it, you know, in The Virgin Suicides. There was just something about like the tempo, the use of music, the use of visuals. The first visual you see in Priscilla is red painted toenails sinking into a shag carpet. And it's like, oh. This is, I'm just like, uh, yeah, it's so perfect, you know, and then you see like her cat's eyeliner being drawn on, Um, you know, I, 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 first of all, Sofia Coppola is one of my favorite uses of music. She's kind of Scorsese in that sense. Like she uses music so, so, so well. Um, This is not a great movie uh, in the sense that I think it really suffers from being in the wake of um, the Baz Luhrmann movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the guy that plays Elvis, who is the same guy from Saltburn, Jacob Elordi, uh, who plays the really hot guy. Oh, man. Oh, is he? Wow. Is he? Yeah, he's a. Wow. I mean, and and let's just talk about this guy for a minute. We're going to have, if we can find a smoking pick of him, he's the guy. Okay. He is one, because of also the way he acted and that personality. And I think we've all been around a person in an environment, maybe a college, a high school, some other place where you work, whereas there is this person that is just, you can't not look at them, both because of their sort of like ease and a little bit of insouciance and beauty, just incredible beauty. Speaking of that, I was walking down the street yesterday and there's like a group of kind of youngish people and I can't really see them or hear them at all, but there's a guy and he's got one crutch and he's got a hat. And I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but I know that when I turn around and look at him, I'm going to think that's one of those guys. And sure as hell it was just this sort of magnetism that just, just flies off them anyway oh so this is why they chose him to play elvis but there's some problems first of all he's too lanky he's too tall Uh, he's too tall and lanky (laughs) yeah yeah and um which is not something you usually say you don't usually say too tall and lanky you're like oh well no but for elvis he is and elvis Elvis wasn't short but it's just like it's it's you know, you have a very specific idea of who Elvis yeah. was. And even though Elvis is gorgeous, I mean, I think Elvis is so yeah, hot. Is so he has beautiful. a dirty swagger that this guy Jacob mm. just doesn't have. He's too yeah. pretty. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, yeah, almost yeah. too classically pretty. And 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 I think he's British and he just can't get the accent. The the mm. mess of bad southern accents in Priscilla is really like House of Cardsian. It's just like, oh my God. Everybody's like so bad with this accent. But the movie is, it's it's really good. One of the things I liked about it a lot. Oh, also, um, 
it it really it's it's two hours or something like that. And I think at about the hour mark, they had barely even kissed. And I was like, OK, okay let's go. this okay, movie okay. actually, no, I, I had loved it. But I was like, oh. this movie needs to be um like a narrative series. Like you remember when uh, we saw Oppenheimer yep, and we were yep. like, it needs to be shorter or longer. Exactly. Exactly. Like this needed to be longer. This needed to yeah, be a yeah, ten yeah. part series about Elvis and Priscilla, because what they had to do was like turbocharge the last ten years of of her life with him. Yeah, and so it I, just like it doesn't it can't hit because. Yep, yep. But I loved the whole entire first hour because you saw. I've always wondered about this fucked up thing where he was twenty four and she was fourteen, and you're like when they first met. Yeah, yeah, when they first met, you're like, how does that even work? Because in twenty twenty three, that's a lawsuit. And oh, yeah. and and Elvis has been canceled, right? Now that would not have been a good thing. No, you see what we're losing. See what <laughs> we're losing with our litigious <laughs> cancel culture community. We're no losing Elvis. future Elvis. No Elvis. <laughs> no Elvis in this world. But like it is a it is really messed up. And you're I'm always going like, how does this even work? And you really yeah. get the sense of like the courtship that they had, why he was longing for home, why he was longing for innocence. He'd lost his mother. The the way that her family is kind of, you know, protecting her and and they do have this chaste courtship. And then, of course, one of the sadder stories that I think they should have made more of um, was the fact that, like, he he really never was sexual towards her. No, they obviously I know. had they obviously had a child together, but he never saw her in a sexual way. He had this real Madonna whore complex going on. So he was always, you know, like cavorting uh, with actresses, but he wouldn't be in relationships with them because he saw them as kind of like, right. Like the, they put their career first. He wanted somebody that put their man first. He wanted a traditional relationship, but then he had this traditional relationship with Priscilla, but he couldn't see her as sexual, especially after she had a baby. He just wouldn't have sex with her. And that's, I mean, that's cruel. That is really, really cruel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, two movies in one day, but no four. Um, no, I also saw Asteroid City by Wes Anderson. Yeah, I saw that. that it was, was weird. It was, was okay. Wait, wait, wait. Oh no, I didn't. See, wait a minute. That's not the. That's not like the animated one, is it? Um, it's partially animated, but it's mostly real. It's with Jason Schwartzman and Scarlett. It's, oh. it's a bevy of people. It's like. Okay. All these people that had like two weeks to burn or something and wanted to get together and film a fun movie. And it's they're all stuck in this uh, place in Arizona where the aliens show up. And it's so it's so weird. OK. All right. It's like a play within a play. It's okay. I, I, no. OK. Yeah. Uh, too okay. cute. Too cute. OK. Yeah. Well, Wes Anderson can can do that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, th- uh, that was part of what I did yesterday. And um, oh, I got to tell you, it was luxurious, really luxurious. I'm very jealous. I have not had the chance to luxuriate it at all. Uh, I've been on airplanes. I've been writing and I'm about to get on more airplanes to do more writing, though I will have a little break in LA for a while, about five or six days where I'm, I'm not on a million deadlines. Um, but let's, uh, Hey Sarah, it's new year's Eve. What, what do people, what do people do, uh, on new year's Eve? What do they do around the new year? Like what are some they of the stay things? in bed with their cat, right? Is that's that what they right. Do? That's actually correct. Okay. I think that's number. I think if we were on uh, family feud or whatever that's called, that would be <laughs> ding, ding, first, ding, 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 the first answer. <laughs> okay. So I think besides we'll get into like maybe what we're doing later on okay. New Year's Eve, if we're doing anything, I think okay. what people do 
make resolutions. They they make resolutions. And let me tell you, your local gym knows that. So just get ready because they're going to go at you just $1 a month for the first five months and then give us your credit card and you're going to forget that you signed up because you never went to the gym and now you're charging you $189 a month. So get ready, kids. Or Pure Bar right now. Pure Bar is so thirsty for me. They're so thirsty. They want me back so bad. I haven't been wanted this back since bad. They've been coming to me. They're like, listen, how do we, do you have an inside line with Sarah Heffler so we can get her? Yeah, no, it's true. Don't, don't be using me to get to her. Okay. No man um, has ever wanted me like Pure Bar wants me back. Pure Bar wants you. I, I am yeah. a membership of a, I, I'm at, at a bar method here, which I love, but I'm not here and I'm not using it except online. I am actually using it online because I'm trying to, uh, trying to stay in shape. Um, so Sarah, do you have any uh, resolutions? Keep going, babe. Just keep yep. going. Keep, yep. keep your spirits up. Yep. You know, looking back on, um, 2023 for me, it was not a big year of production, meaning I didn't have a lot of big stories. I had a lot of kind of like little pieces that I wrote to keep me going. And and it can be easy for me to look back and be like, God, what's happened to my career? Here I am doing this podcast with Nancy Rommelman. Look how far I've fallen. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> have to go. Thank you, everyone, so much. No. <laughs> I was joking. That was just a joke. Yeah, but know, no, I'm talking about my my writing life. But, you know, uh, there are years. There was a really great line I read. It's J.R. Moringer in the book, The Tender yes. Bar. Mm-hmm. And he says, there are caves you hide in until you can climb the mountains you must face or something like that. Hmm. And it's kind of like life is this is this alternating you know, pageant, whatever, between, you know, kind of hibernation and powering through. And I feel like this last year has been a cave um, and I'm going to climb a mountain next year, you know. And uh, so that's my my resolution. And, uh, you know, to keep my spirits up about it, because it's, it's, you know, for me, the battle I face is often with my own mind. You know, it's just like, oh, you suck. What are you doing wow. sitting around watching four movies in a day? Yeah, but okay. But can I just say, now you shared them with me and with our several thousand listeners who now are going to go and some of them are going to watch it and it's going to inspire some of them to make a movie or sew a dress. Or well, It's going to inspire they're... them to make a movie and sew a dress. <laughs> you are adorable. That is I mean, the most random just... thing. Thank God. Please put this on the put this date on the map. This was the date that many dresses and movies were birthed by my description of the opening shot of Priscilla. Thank you. That's the thing. You, God damn, you, you're adorable. You, you don't know what you do. You don't want to be stuck in the foxhole with you. That's all well, I know. Uh, sweetheart, I, I tell you, you are stuck in the foxhole with me. <laughs> no, but that's true. There was a, I can't remember what it was. I think I've said it on this podcast before, but a friend of mine used to say to each other, um, you know what you do, but you don't know what you do does, which my husband would, yeah, I like that. would abbreviate to do do does. Um, you just you don't know. And that's, that's what's amazing. And that is a little bit of what um I don't really have any particular resolutions. Um but uh, yesterday I was on the Twitter machine because surprisingly I was there yesterday. And a friend of mine, Ken Lane, 
Voice of the Desert, Desert Oracle had a little a little thing he'd linked. Um, like you click on it, and it was um, it was a it was a link where it was showing you tarot cards going fast, 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 fast like a billion, and it said mm-hmm. takes two screenshots, and this is what twenty twenty four is going to be like for you. And his was apparently um, death and the devil. He's like, nice. I'm not sure about this, um, but I did it, of course, because I'm stupid. And uh, it was um, it was uh, temperance and the star. Now I don't know what these things mean. All I know is that the each 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 character was pouring a lot of water. So I'm like, what what is this? Well, I looked at it and it does mean like it does bode good things, but mostly it was just like be patient and just let things sort of come and be observant, which is what first of all I need to cultivate anyway. I did a, a pie talk this morning, which I just dropped, and I was like, if there if there was like a piece of clothing, like a shirt that I could buy that like it was a it had patience sewn into it. We're back into sewing for some reason. I would buy it because I am impatient. And when you're impatient, you don't notice things and you don't let things sort of like roll out. I am, um, I'm going to Israel. I think as some listeners know, going on January 15th for, um, for two weeks, I've been busy, but I am starting to get things in place. And, you know, it's, you want to go and you want to be of use. Of course, you want to get some some sort of lines out there. You want to make you want to know you're going to certain places at certain times. But I was like, Nancy, just have patience. Just go and observe and let the stories come. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. And you were very sweet to me a couple of weeks ago. You're like, Nancy, if nothing else, you're going to learn things. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. So I think my resolution is to just be sort of patient and listen more and and just to let the work move through me to you and there's a there's a great rick rubin quote that i have taped on my refrigerator because i tape little sayings around my house Mm -hmm. and this is impatience is an argument with reality yeah that's that's true and why like i want to i i want to know less right i want to know less i just want to go out and check this out anyway I'm, i'm i'm interested now and um I have another um I have another resolution that I'm going to share. Sure. I need to get really hot this spring because I'm turning 50 in oh, August. You're going to you're going to come over to the dark side here. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually really it's actually pretty hot over here. Well, just just letting you know. All I know is and when I say hot, I don't just mean that I need to look good because obviously I do, but I mean like I need to be like in good mental shape. You know, mm-hmm. like I need to be in a good psychological place because I don't want to fall into a depression for turning 50. I want no, to be like, you're not be like going in a, to. No, 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 no. No, I'm I could. I'm, I'm in, I'm in I, danger. Well, I'm telling you, I will weave a line and pull you out of it Thank whether you. you like you or not. That's it. Sorry. That's how it goes. Um, well, hey, everyone. You're joining us. Smoke them if you got them. The last day of 2023. Uh, Sarah and I said to each other the other day, can you believe how many amazing people we've had on our stupid little podcast this year? I know. It's I, it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, Caitlin Flanagan and Sherman Alexi and Mike Pesca and Carrie Howley and Kat Rosenfield. And, I mean, uh, Michael Moynihan. Yeah. And just like, go, you, go, you go. Sent me the li- you sent me the list. And what did I say? I was like, that's like a Bonnaroo Festival lineup for podcast nerds. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, that's always the crazy thing. I read something a number of years ago where I think it's true. Like the more successful that people are, 
very often, the more kind of generous they are. It's like you call them, it's like, would you like to have a coffee? Would you like to come on? They're like, yeah. It's just like they spread it again. You know what you do, but you don't know what you do does. Anyway, we've been very fortunate to have them. We have more coming up and um, some other special little things, I think, for you and some that we don't even know about yet in 2024. But today, today, my better half, Sarah Heppala, in between movie watching, has made a list. And what is that list, Sarah Heppala? Well, I wanted to talk about best and worst of 2023. Yeah. I love best and worst lists. Oh, I know. Everybody does. It's always, they're just like, they're so fun because they're easy to read. It's like popcorn. Just like, yum, 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 yum. Let's see what other people are doing. And we'll have links so you can go follow along. So, um. Where should we start? We we were already talking about movies. Should we just go ahead and and keep talking about movies? Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and, and we've already talked about uh, an actor that was in my favorite movie of the year. Uh, Jacob Elordi is in the movie Saltburn. I talked about it last week, I think. It's so fucking good. And, you know, Saltburn, um, which is a black comedy uh, that I kind of don't want to tell anybody anything about. Like, I went to go see that movie without knowing anything about it. And I think that's the best way to go experience that movie. And um, it's but it's now on Netflix. I saw it in the movie theater, which was delightful because you really got a sense of like, there were all these people like there's a lot of jokes in Saltburn kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, Arrested Development or Succession mm-hmm. um, Succession, in its dark for sure comedy. Um, and there's jokes that you really shouldn't be laughing at, you know, um, and and yet you have to because they're funny. That's the great thing about comedy is that like it kind of over <laughs> like it reaches past the rational etiquette brain and it gets to the thing like whatever. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. It's funny. Can and I write there that? Were... The, the quote from Sarah is, the great thing about comedy is it makes you laugh. That's that's great. Did I Go. say that? That's <laughs> a fu- like, fu- Put that on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> I'm back, you guys. I was worried. I was worried that I'd lost it. But that is the, that's like fucking Emerson shit. <laughs> Hi, Smoke em If You Got Em listeners. This is Sarah Heppala with Nancy Rommelman. Hi. We're inviting you to listen to the rest of this conversation, but you have to subscribe. Go to smokeempodcast.substack.com slash subscribe. We hope to see you on the other side. Bye.